Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. All right, it's a we just watched, so we, I say hi everybody. You say hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, my Hi, name is hello, David everybody. Bell. <laughs> now you say your name, because I said my name is David Bell. Uh, 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 hello, everybody. My name is Dave Epperson. And we just watched. Oh! What happens to her mom? I don't know. What happened to her? body has decomposed. How quickly can that happen? Seven years. But she just died. Wait, where are the kids? Trent! Kara! Come here! Hey, have you seen my children? Mom? I'm, I'm right here. Oh, uh, okay. It's so cold. we were just... Alright, first... Well, hold on. All right, we gotta we gotta do things in order. Yeah, Dave, yeah, yeah. thank you for, so much for being on. Hey, man. That's number one. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you. Oh, thank you. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, all right. Talk about old. Um, all right. So what we were saying before we started was that this movie is like a weird meme now. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, everybody's tweeting about it. Everybody's into old. Everyone's making jokes about old. I have never seen a movie. Like, I don't feel like I've seen a movie quite like this like uh, surrounding it like i'm not even talking about watching the movie just like everyone recognizes that the mo- the title of the movie being called old is fucking hilarious it's it well it's i think it goes back to everybody i know has a story mm-hmm. of seeing the words from the mind of m night Shyamalan in a trailer yeah and the audience laughing or groaning i've heard that mm-hmm. story right um and so i think M. Night has become, like, someone that we all universally are like, meh. Like, we, we all kind of love making fun of him. Mm-hmm. And it makes him, I think, I think people go and see his movies, right? At this point, for yeah. that reason. Maybe. Like, I feel like there's a producer out there who's just like, what, what dipshit idea do you have, M. Night? Oh, that's great. Sounds great. Let's make it. It's- he takes gigantic swings. It's got to be more base than that. It's just got to be like, well, the numbers are up. He does yeah. all right. I mean, it's it started as number one, uh, which it was this weird. Will do well. Did you see that? M Night Shyamalan tweeted that um, that he was like he put all like he put all like uh, all of his movies and the years and it said all the ones that went were started at number one in the box office. It was like the braggiest like. Oh, he, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Well, because that's what he has. Because yeah. he, he has two things that I will always give him credit for. One is, yeah, he, he gets people into the theater, uh, maybe not for good reasons. And for two, and the second thing is related. He actually does original, original things. He, the um, original, com- I, I, mean, I mean, this one's this based, was based on, off a comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does. He takes weird swings, and I kind of appreciate him. Yeah, doing that. Yeah, like his movies are unique, 
And he, he, there's no denying that. I also think he's a good director mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in terms of the scenes. Yep. You know? Yep. Uh, how did you like old? <laughs> uh, it was terrible. It was not a good movie. Uh, it was not a good movie. It was not a good movie. Uh, and you know what really bothered me was the script. Yeah. Uh, That's most M. Night Shyamalan movies. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> direction didn't bother me. And when that when there's an opportunity, I want to talk about why. Because it was very loud, uh, very interface, very Shyamalan. Uh, yeah. In that, like, there's a lot of uh, camera moves that are unmotivated. We actually have a in Small Beans has a director piece theater that's coming out today. That is uh, about that. Oh, and okay. I couldn't help but focus on, but, uh, the script, it, something dawned on me like halfway through and it's kind, uh, is that his characters or the characters in his films don't speak like humans. No, he loves, um, clever children. Yeah. Well, just, it's charming I mean, when it's... Trent, you know, Trent starts as a kid and yeah, absolutely. It, well, Charming, I don't know. The moment the kid, they're in the car, mm-hmm. and the, the the little girl loses the song, and he goes, her spontaneity has been stripped from her. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck you. Oh, well, like, yeah. this is... Okay, so it's going to be this kind of irritating. Yeah. Um, Settle down, Wes Anderson. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to warn people, I guess, that we're going to spoil this movie, but I, I also want to know... Yeah, obviously, we're going to spoil it. Um you're all right i got sorry well, you were talking about the camera work yeah and it definitely feels like a lot of it is him going i have a cool idea uh, yeah but i think the motivation from what i could tell i don't know if this is r-rated um but the motivation felt like he was trying to it is not. it's not r-rated okay because it felt like he was trying to cover up some of the more disturbing moments yeah that's what there's I a part was yeah there's a part where a girl falls to her death and he like cuts to the ocean and i was like i don't know what that means uh but it feels Mm -hmm. like it was just to cut away uh and not have the sound of flesh hitting the ground you know yeah it's done several times the stabbings are done that way like almost every tumor out like tumor focusing on the sky yep uh um that's it's because blood in uh, at the mpa Right, and there's very, not much. Yeah, they do tumor surgery, and there's no blood. Uh, and of course, the baby sequence and the baby, but that's usually yeah. just true, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. They, uh, that it's PG thirteen, so that this all makes sense, and that's the, uh, that's endemic of a different s- situation in Hollywood where there's no rated R films unless they're marketed as rated R because obviously they just make less money. So everything right. bumps itself to PG 13. We've seen this, do you, all the remakes, you know, do you think that's why he made those choices to be like, look, yes. I can't show this stuff. Yes. So I'll at least not show it in there, an interesting way. So there's something, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into the weeds because you guys don't, you like, you don't, talk about like direction and stuff but there's there's a people love weed the curious case of m night Shyamalan. uh (laughs) 
is what I call this, <laughs> which is uh, I'm not ta- referencing Benjamin Button, but I am because I mean it's old. But uh, here's the thing. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Called Go old. On. It's called old. Uh, the the interesting thing about M Night Shyamalan to me is that he actually is very very good at direction. Uh, he is meticulous in the ways that i think is important that are important that don't confuse things and when he's confusing uh he's done he does so intentionally in a way that like usually retroactively if you just think about it for a minute it definitely scans as an intentional like oh that that is thematically involved or yeah the dramatic argument of the thing of the movie this you know and in this one what I love about there's a disassociative kind of aspect of watching this film. Anyone who watches this film, I'm sure will have it one, more than one moment where you're watching the movie and you're like, things are happening way too fast. Or like the dialogue is just not connecting. People are saying things and then someone's saying something else and they have no like tissue that connects it it's very manic it's very manic the shots cut from geography that doesn't make sense to sudden geography that like you retroactively go oh that was like a scene cut and so all these things are like actually to me after seeing the movie kind of sound when you think about what the movie's about it's about trying to track a lifetime all at once and that's yes. the dilemma. And it would be very disassociating and very manic to someone who is experiencing that. He's doing this kind of Lumo narrative with the camera and with the movie based on the dramatic suggestion of the concept of the movie. That's cool. It doesn't make you relate to the movie or enjoy the movie or get connected to the characters at all. In fact, it does the exact opposite. It's a bad strategy if you want to get to connect to the people in the movie, which is hilarious because then he has scenes that are just like, I loved you. This is beaches where I wanted to be my whole life. And it's just like, I don't give a shit about any of these people. I I think that's what it is, is I think the style is okay if the writing was better. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of the disassociation I have, a lot of the parts where I felt disjointed was because I was like, why are they doing this? Right. Like... Because like had, little you, things like that. You did because you hadn't like seen the whole movie. It's something that Adam brought up in the episode that came out today. It's really because everyone's talking about old and we he talks about Unbreakable and he did it there too. So even the second movie that M. Night Shyamalan does, he does this a lot. He does a concept that is actually like intellectually interesting. Um, and then he go and you don't really see it the whole time so how good and useful is it really if it doesn't work in the duration of watching the movie in fact it does the opposite of those things because you're confused i think what Uh, it is is that's not good direction yeah i think what it is is like when you watch a jordan peele movie right Mm -hmm. the in in the writing and the execution there's a there's a like top level where you can just enjoy it like a horror movie. Yeah. And then you can think about it a little longer. And this yes. is a theme with a lot of horror movies. And you go, oh, it was kind of, oh, it was about that. Or, oh, when you think yeah. about it this way. M. Night, always, his films always feel like they have a meaning. Mm-hmm. But he sacrifices that 
that surface level story. Yeah. Um, like when you watch signs and you think, oh, the aliens represent demons and the little girl is it's holy water and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Mm-hmm. You can like break it down and be like, oh, that's a smart idea. The problem is that the way things unfold, he doesn't figure out a surface level reason mm-hmm. for them to unfold that way. No, so it just yeah. feels dumb unless you pick up on that. Right. Because you don't understand because it's the. It's putting the cart before the horse in the movie yeah. Signs, using the theme that you're uh, alluding to. The reason I think that that doesn't work for us is because we don't realize that they're going to be demons until the final stroke of the story. So right. when I, you're telling the story, it's like something I do all the time. I preface my argument before I say my argument. That's just a speech pattern thing, a, a thing I do all the time. Uh, that I find is frankly a problem, but it's how my brain works, right? But mm-hmm. that's not, that's not particularly not good storytelling because it's like setting you up for something before the expectation or the understanding of where I'm going to go is primed and in the mind of the listener. So right. he's really, he's making you think like it's interesting when you think about it like this, but I'm never going to be along with you. If you yeah. are always one ahead, step ahead of me. And it's I th- almost like, oh, sorry. Well, I just wanted to land, land at home to like, to me, what that means though, is because he needs to be one step ahead of us because we have beaten him down. Poor Shyamalan. I'm sorry. Poor this is Shyamalan. like, an, this is the curious case. Like he, we have just beaten him down over like two decades saying, oh, what's your twist? motherfucker yeah we called that one you're fucking useless that he probably racked his brain so much and said like what i guess they want is to not to to be for me to always be one step ahead right it's yeah it is the unfortunate like like when you follow his career after the sixth sense unbreakable felt like a film that never was supposed to have a twist Mm -hmm. and then it felt like some producer was like but what's the twist and it was like it felt like it was cut in a way so that it's like we th- like the reveal that he's you know they called me Mr. Glass yeah and I'm like the, that's the not villain. like a that's not supposed to be like a big mind blowing twist it's no, just it's not. a development in the script but everybody was it's like just that a was a great twist it's yeah, not a I, twist yeah, yeah it's just a reveal and <laughs> I think he guy. got plagued by that for a while right, right. Um, yeah I think where, so like uh, and meanwhile like he still makes movies that i like i liked split i liked that one with the 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 fucking with the parents or grandparents mm-hmm. right that uh, he he it's because he's a good director uh his instinct should be to make something simpler or to make something more surreal because i i think that's part of the problem like i don't care what this movie means I assume it has something to do with the fact that, yeah, life moves at you fast and life is, you know, before you know it, you're old Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. It's just the surface level stuff is so stupid. Uh, For example, he he focuses on. So if people haven't watched this, uh, we should probably explain what happens in it. Right. Right. Which is that a family goes to a resort. Uh, they go, the resort is like, hey, you should know about this, this like 
cool beach that nobody knows about will take you there. They're clearly evil. Like the resort people feel sinister. Mm-hmm. They even show that like the little kid who's like the son of the guy running this resort is clearly concerned. Um, the him and the little boy have a friendship. Mm-hmm. They write codes for each other. He likes breaking codes. Uh, and then they go to this beach, and they get really old. And then you know it's a bunch. It's a group of people all dealing with this. All their diseases. That's the thing. Accelerate. Do you, uh, um, I got I did a little old math. Do you want to hear it? This seems yeah. like I have time. So I I I, I uh, <laughs> restructured different ways of saying the like how fast the beach is relative to normal time. Yes, because they gave it to us a few times, and then they had a few more like broader strokes that actually kind of um, mathematically work out, uh, and some that don't. It's and we're gonna get apart. into yeah, but I just want to so everyone knows very clear. If you haven't seen old and are going want to watch old for some reason with spoilers, it's kind of funny. Um, so they say at one point that thirty minutes is a year, and they yeah. also say at one point that one day is more or less like or two. Sorry, they say two one days day is about fifty years. Yeah, is about fifty years. Uh, and that's 24 hours, so that's like 48 years. So it all kind of works out if you take the 30 right. minutes to one year. And it just, I just want to get, I wanted to get shorter with the time because that's where like the math, like you don't, you, you can't do the math as easy because we're switching to days, months, hours, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So every, every five minutes, it means that uh, two months pass or 60 days. Every minute, it's 12 days. One second is. 4.8 let's just call it five hours one second is five hours and there's some smaller moments that things happen in literally seconds that right, are pretty and hilarious work. and it really breaks down the format uh, the pregnancy happens in like 30 seconds yes yeah that doesn't make sense they constantly break their own rules they mm-hmm. also say because they have to one of them goes why hasn't our fingernails grown and hair grown and right. someone else says, because it's dead cells. Yeah. Meanwhile, dead people are decomposing extremely right. yeah. fast. Extremely fast. It's like, There's like meat and food everywhere <laughs> that is yeah. not spoiling. Like it's very oh, they, selective. They, they're in like weird bags. So that's why I thought oh, God, when she they... eats that pasta with her bare hands, I don't know why they did that. Um, there's, there's a certain yeah. element here where they also have to explain why the, they don't have child's minds and they say it. They she says, like, do, I have though. new colors in my brain. Yeah, I think that brain, that's like... And neat. weird shit mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, alright. So they start... They start aging fast. Uh, every time they try to leave, they black out and, like, come back. And uh, how do they get so, physically back to the shore? That's always what that bothers me. They just sort of float. It's very convenient. A lot of the time when, like, they find that guy's body, he just, like, no, she just goes for a dip. But they literally walk into, like, the cave, oh, like, the Yeah, the I think entryway. someone says at one point, you backed out. Oh, like, did you, they? You I backed out of that. the cage and you fell over. So I think that's that what's is happening so is they're, like, weird. walking. So they start trying to explain it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, everybody keeps saying what they do for a living. Did you notice that? I don't know why that happened, because it never actually... <laughs> It starts it's just with for Trent, who's the, the, the small boy who turns into old boy. Um, right. He, they he, go around he the beach like, and they ask, what do you do for a living? Yeah. 
And it's like an exposition machine because it's yeah. someone like, why it's... I'm a cop, why I'm a doctor. Later, she's when they meet after they meet midsize Sudan, which is a character. It's a rapper. Yeah. A rap star, rapper um, who is weirdly cryptic and won't explain anything. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. <laughs> There's a few of those. The, the knife maniac, the doctor has a mental disorder. Yeah. Uh, and that that is a rapidly like grows in time and he stabs mid-sized to sudan to death mm-hmm. and then like i don't or no he cuts him first no well he cuts and him then at they one point. don't take away his knife yeah they don't detain yeah. him and then he stabs him to death and later. then they take away the knife <laughs> yes but they don't detain him and he becomes a real problem yeah, I, I don't know why it goes after him. I mean, I know that like he's the one to not trust because he was the one there before. And like he he's, and there's a dead body as soon as they get there on like like within an hour, a body washes ashore and they're like, oh, you were with her and now she's dead. Yeah, you must be. Which is natural. It's like Lord of the Flies up in here. But, uh, you know he really gunning for him like the whole time right. i thought i thought they were doing I like all racist i think, I think he's racist he's kind of yeah he says like he's gonna steal from me he's losing his mind he's yeah um and he focused on him but again they don't detain him and then later uh, uh, just jumping ahead he attacks the husband and the funniest thing happened as far as i concerned is the husband and wife are now old he's attacking them with a knife the wife runs away to the kids who are in like I don't know. They're like thirty. They're yeah. able-bodied. Yeah. And she says, "Go run and hide." That yeah. As soon as as <laughs> soon as they're like seventeen, eighteen, that like stopped being a deal for me because right. like everyone's like. It, that's why I thought they were more like kid-like. I think than you did because they are literally they're shocked all the time. They can't. They're deal shocked with all stuff, the time. Yeah. You know, and as the the adults can deal with it a little easier, but it it unravels pretty quickly over the span of the movie. People have different you know it's kind of like annihilation if you've seen that film where it's definitely like their brains and hormones are growing they but just like give their up. experiences are yeah, still of a child i think there's something interesting in this concept that i'm sure that sandcastle which is the graphic novel probably does a lot more of you know given yeah. the the you know just the uh format it's in and the fact that it's probably longer or whatnot also that at the end they go let's make a sandcastle before we escape so i assume the title sandcastle really mattered in that in the graphic novel well sandcastle is like, great significant sandcastle is a great metaphor yeah it's great it's it I has everything it had, you need that's had something like, like it was more character-based that's, that's know, crazy to me sandcastle well, no, is a perfect I think, one i think because there was just a lot more emotional stuff in the graphic novel of these kids you know growing up but not right i assume that was the bigger part of the movie or the 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 story and then since it begot like you know turned into m night Shyamalan, he was just like old um but okay uh, going back to people saying what they could should what they do <laughs> the the wife says to the doctor at one point she walks up and says because she's trying to convince them that mid-sized sudan didn't kill this lady or some, I forget what she's trying to do. And she says, I curate exhibits for a museum. I'm telling you this so you'll trust me, mm-hmm. is a line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's all just exposition. Like, that's a nonsense line. It's just so we can learn what she does for a living. Because later she ages bones. Yeah. And that's how they 
find out. Yeah. God, I love I love their fight at the beginning there. It's oh yeah, where they talk. Yeah, and because he, he the reason that he the the main like family the uh, the it's mother husband and, and wife husband and wife have that you know huge fight. They're, yeah, the, for or the people who haven't watched, they're they're planning to get a divorce. This is their last trip, and with their uh, kids, she has a medical condition of some sort, mm-hmm. which turns out to be a benign tumor. A uh, benign tumor. Grows. Well, it's not. It's yeah. I guess it's benign. Yeah. I yeah, guess it has yeah, to be. Yeah. Uh, but like my favorite part about that is absolutely the, the way in which they tell us. Oh, also she had an affair. So like, there's just too many things going on. Right. And he finds out and earlier in the movie, he goes, I want to sell you something. Right. Pauses. He goes, never mind. I'll tell you later. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of like, sweaty ass planting sweating sweaty fucking like dialogue plants as for a, payoffs. Yeah. It's, it's so obvious. Maybe it's not obvious to everyone, because, you know, but it's just like, Man, it really feels like things just happen without reasons. Yeah. Uh, Again, yeah, people my, go around and like say practically to the camera what they do, right. and it's like I know all of these are going to come in. They're going to come to play and play, and yeah. that's the funny part about the the mother is she, he, he says I forget I can't remember if you said this, but like he says to her that the reason that she's living in the past is because she works at a museum <laughs> yes he fights in the fight yeah yeah and and, and she, then she says, says you're living in the future because he's like you an ins- insurance adjuster you can't or whatever. see me uh, it's, it's just such yeah. a like okay so like oh yeah this is right up front don't know where this movie's going uh and you're just telling me a metaphor an obvious metaphor with whatever you want to say again yeah. Two steps ahead does not make you really ahead. It actually is a failure of the whole benefit of yes. being one step ahead of uh, the audience. Like if because you have too many steps, just, then we just see it. We just see, oh, you want to go there. Yeah. Uh, and that's he's why not the working it out naturally. Um, and I, I should note, by the way, now I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so it's just tons of exposition mm-hmm. and like really sweaty. So by the time they get to the beach, it's like everybody knows what everybody is and yeah. what we're doing here mm-hmm. and then just shit like so her tumor accelerates because time but again not the fingernails or hair whatever uh and they they cut the tumor out of her and like seconds later she's running around the beach like oh no, 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 new thing we're going over here and that's kind of the problem with the movie i thought is that it's like a like that guy stabbing the guy they don't take away his mm-hmm. knife it's the series of nonsense moments that feel disjointed and weird, right? Do you, do you want to spoil the end? <laughs> yeah, okay. Because so I, I feel like we can just end. get to the end. Just assume so, everyone, but almost everyone gets old, except the last yeah. two. <laughs> the, except the last two. They still the, get old, but they're the, the youngest. The sister and so, the brother. Yeah, the next yeah, to youngest. Everybody else dies. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I was like, are we just watching people slowly die? And that's I mostly what this movie is. going to go, yeah. Yeah, and that is such a bummer for a movie. It would have been such like, a bummer. like nothing really happens. The movie is a series of them going, let's try to get off this beach, and passing out, yeah. and then aging. And then slowly coming to terms with that, 
either killing yeah. themselves or in attempting more drastic measures, doing more dangerous things like swimming out into the water. Yes. Or climbing the rocks that surround this specific right. beach, which are clearly like meant to be like, we don't learn about what it is if it's like a meteor or something, but some combinations. Oh, at one point someone has a reads through all of the shit that's left on the beach. Cause obviously, uh, whoever's doing this is not coming up, coming back or it's revealed when, when we get when we tell you that that they aren't coming back yeah. to the beach no the beach is basically toxic so yeah. there's a bunch of remnants of the existence of previous tenants uh yeah. and so when they they find a notebook and one person like over the top explains it like they know it's like uh you know there's like, a lot of scenes where someone's like i think it's the they, rocks i think it's the rocks but he also goes on also the magnetic pull of the earth is probably happening i wonder if there's other places on the earth that this is and yes. it's just like fucking hell dude i don't care i don't but care here's, here's the thing thief. and this is leading up to the reveal but the movie this whole time has been asking what is this beach people have predict people Again, there's like sweaty exposition where someone's like, I think if we leave mm. out the exit too quick, it traps us, mm -hmm. you know, and we, we get because of the magnetic whatever. No one attempts to leave slowly, even though one of them says we could try we that. We could try to do that because uh, they say like, um, if they you say go it's the rocks. I love the, uh, the dismissal of the if we try to leave slowly, because they're what they're saying is that if they can't cross a certain threshold because they'll have the equivalent of the bends. Uh, which is yeah. why they're walking backward. And it's because they're just, they're out of their mind and they're retreating to a place that feels normal. Because if they try to yeah. get back into our normal time stream, it screws them up. So someone right. makes a good offer of just how you do like actual, like how you actually solve the bends, <laughs> you know, go up a yeah. little bit, get acclimated, go up a little bit. They're like, let's do that. And they're like, that will take like 20 years of your life from you. It's like, well, not really. We're talking yeah, about also, like five minutes is 12 months. You can get slowly acclimated. Right. Also, like what other choice do they have? Like 20 years of, they meant of their old life, like the of rapid aging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're, you're just sitting on this beach right now. So do it you're making anyway? a sandcastle like, for 10 minutes you could do yeah. that for 10 minutes and probably get through it yeah but they hand wave that away mm -hmm. um there's so many uh, so most of the movie is that it's people trying to get out and then people aging and people going you're aging and it's like oh you got wrinkles oh you're losing your eyesight at one point they have some real fast sex um yeah, off the two kids off screen who are now in their like their 20s she gets pregnant we 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 it's alluded the best to that. part of old the, though the baby dies immediately after immediately, getting born during labor and they say basically they say like i looked away for one second and it died because no one was watching it and they say i wrote the line down things are moving too fast for a baby to survive and I don't know what the fuck that means. They they also said a line of it died like it died. This is paraphrase because I didn't write it down, but it died of not being not like enough tension, which I yeah. know is a thing for babies, but, but also they, okay. not based off the rules of the universe that you That's set what up. I was about to say biologically. The everyone's Do fine mean... so why would a baby not be fine exactly that's what i'm getting at is it's like wait did the baby starve to death rapidly no. or dehydrate because no one else is having that problem no it's made of so, pasta 
because she exactly. ate all the pasta real quick after she got pregnant because her body needed like new cram yourself with food so I'll, like process it real quick yeah so there's a lot of hand waving and then of course the doctor who no one thinks to restrain uh they spend a lot of time dealing with him even though he's like he's just like cutting at them like i said they tell the kids to like run away instead of helping because the kids are 30 and like he's just slashing it's just three old people and one of them slashing two of them with a knife and they're like ah stop it but since they heal really quickly uh because that's one of the rules of this they they like they can't they can't restrain them they don't have the able-bodied adults help they tell him to run away and we're just watching this happen and i'm like can can anybody get involved uh finally she gives the 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 guy super tetanus um i we never mentioned that m night Shyamalan is the guy who brings them to the beach and is watching them Mm-hmm. which is perfect mm-hmm. um that is my and so it's like he's the and you know he's the director so it's like super funny that he's perfect. at the end of this like camera and he's like looking and he's like checking out yeah. the movie <laughs> yeah exactly checking out the movie he created yeah. that he made happen like, yeah. so that finally amounts to yeah the parents die the two siblings the are on the beach reveal. and the fucking brother says by the way that kid we met who yeah. is like the son of the guy who worked there? He gave me a code that I never decoded. Uh, so it's the laziest shit I've ever seen. It's so lazy because they've been on this beach for a day. You'd think he'd decode it uh, just out of boredom, or because he realized that that kid might know something because that kid is the son of the guy running the place. Yeah. I think the so idea he- is that so much was happening. That yeah, the idea is that even for even though they were there for they're at that point they're there for they've been there for like what they they've been there for like twelve hours or they say we like yeah I think we got about thirteen hours left before we're dead and uh, I think what they're saying and at the end of the movie he says he's about fifty years older which makes yeah. sense because it, they get they are they're escorted they they get out and it's like daytime so my guess is at that point. He is basically like 40 or yeah. almost 40. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the the message says my dad hates the coral. So they learn that if you swim under the coral, you can get out of this yeah. beach. So that's what we learn. So at this point, we're all as an audience wondering, what is this beach? And I can't stress that enough that the movie has been like, what is this beach? And I can't stress enough that we know why they got here because Mm -hmm. that that they're clearly evil people at the resort right like would you agree with me on that yeah i mean at one the the first line that they say when they uh when the family arrives at the resort is welcome to our version of paradise like which is another way of saying like our version of paradise is different from your version of paradise they're like you said they like they did enough to make it cryptic and like something's going on but they I don't know. They, my my. I yeah, guess my point you is. Your point. My point is that at this point in the movie, would you say you care more about what is the speech than w- who put them there? Like, like I don't. I didn't care why it was happening. I still wanted to know what is happening. Uh, yes, and I movie, would say more or less. Well, I didn't care about either. Is my point? Yes. 
but you know what I mean is the characters kept being like, what is this beach? I think it's this. I think it might be this. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I was like, what, what is the beach? What is the thing? Is it alive? Is it haunted? What is, what is the reason behind this beach? Mm-hmm. The movie I'm leading to this is the fact the movie doesn't answer that question. They never explain what the beach is. They think we really want to know how the resort works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer is very dumb. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're getting to the reveal, right? Yeah, I, I want just to have the baby, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So this resort found the beach, the magic beach. Uh, we don't know why it's what it's doing, but they decided or why it's there. To, yeah, why it's there. They decided to invite people. Yes. The, the, again, the stuff that we would want to know in this movie. We don't know sure. any of that. Sure. The beach is just magic or that we don't know. They have decided to take people with diseases and bring them to the beach so that they can faster test pharmaceuticals. Yeah. That's it. At one point in a speech that they're like, let's have a moment of silence for, you know, the group 73 or whatever it is, which means that they had set, they've done 72 of these. Um, right. He says like a moment of silence because they, they have some kind of conscience, but not enough. And then he says, uh, one of our people who had a blood clot uh, or, yeah, or uh, they had a, uh, they had seizures. Like, um, so th- we gave them a cocktail at the beginning that essentially was our new drug that we wanted to, you know, push for seizures for, you know, epilepsy. And um, they're like 16 years passed before they had another fit. And it was like, oh, so we're going to go send that off to the people and save hundreds of thousands of lives. Yeah. So, so big pharma. It's a big pharma enemy. It's big pharma. So this happens because M. Night Shyamalan, who does a terrible job at what he's supposed to do, he's Mm -hmm. just watching to make sure they all die. Mm -hmm. They go under the coral Mm -hmm. and he reports like, well, they didn't come back up, so they must have drowned. He doesn't check like the other end of the coral. Where they would come out? Because well, that's he, where they come yeah. out. It's because they uh, could breathe. They got another breath. Yeah, they got they got another breath. But Because the coral like weirdly cracked. I didn't understand why that happened. Uh, I don't understand why that happened either. Because <laughs> at I one wish... point, his sis, the sister gets her shirt caught on one of the coral. And even though this, the it is like the easiest to rip shirt of all time. She has uh, a lot they, of trouble with they it. They cannot get it. Like, but it, like just looking at the fabric, you can see through it. You could, anyone can rip that. Um, uh, but apparently two grown adults can't. And yeah. uh, then the rock face like gives way and that allows them easier to rip the coral apart. But it like magically splits and the movie makes a note of it. To which I thought, oh, we are going to find out what the beach is. It's yeah, sentient. I thought something was going to, yeah, I thought there was going to be some <laughs> magic sauce there. But no, yep. I think no. also, uh, also for your case, uh, M. Night says the actor at this point or the character at this point says at one point when he's on the phone with his higher ups, he's like, yeah, it's uh, we only had like one last year uh, that got away, but they didn't even survive. 
so he knows that you can get through the coral. Like there's right. this coral passageway that just like uh just like um I think the analogy is made earlier, where it's like just like an x-ray vest that you wear at the dentist when they're taking x-rays. Like yeah, the lead it's vest. like a tube you can go through. It's like a tube they go through that'll gets them through this problem of like the bends. Um and they have in the middle of it, like there's a little face hole where you can get some breath of fresh air and you go. And so that's like M. Night Shyamalan, the director telling you, OK, so that's why maybe M. Night Shyamalan, the actor or character, is not assuming that they're alive because he just wouldn't assume they would be able to resurface as much as they would like could. But if that's right, true, but- then no one could make it through. And he's already just cited with another line that others have made it through. They just died afterwards, you know, while swimming. Yeah, so, so he should have checked. So the it other creates end. two new problems. It means that he doesn't know. It means that the character, M. Night Shyamalan, the character, the bad guy doesn't know that, you can get through the coral or we have a bigger problem, which is people die when they're out there. But yet the, the children slash now adults make it. So it's, it's like, you can't have both. And also if you throw both at us, neither solve the problem. What am I, I'm going crazy. It's all nonsense. It all feels, it all feels like plot maintenance because they're, because again, she's stuck and they have this moment of tension and the moment of tension is to create a situation where M. Night walks away. Yeah. Uh, but then the coral magically cracks open, and that just leaves more questions that I thought the movie was going to answer. Yeah, I thought that was so, going to be a big deal. On like, top Ooh. of all this, we've, we're glossing over the fact that a pharmaceutical company has apparently thought that this is yes. how they should test they should. This is what we should do with this anomaly. Yeah. Number one, just put like apes on the beach. give them give apes diseases but number two this is i don't think this is how pharmaceutical research needs to work like there's no reason to do this people buy medicine no matter what it's actually kind of a problem with the pharmaceutical companies that they can just charge whatever so the idea that they're putting people on this beach so that they can monitor the long-term effects of a medication to i guess put it out quicker Mm -hmm. but we put out medications all the time without necessarily knowing long-term But the idea effects. being that we, like, yeah, it might have, like, a negative effect that we wouldn't know, so they need... There's a lot right. of drugs that they can't do until they've done testing, and the testing set, uh, need 10 years or something. Like, they're like, right. we have the cure for this thing, but it also has shown that it will fuck you up. Uh, what is the long standing repercussions of that well let's but put it into trial for a small group of people for 10 years uh right and then we can put it on the market there are drugs like that um it's just insane but also or, yeah that's about side effects right it's not about whether it or not it works i think that's what this is about because this woman's epilepsy they're like we prevented it for 16 years and right like, yeah and it's like you would know if you're preventing it if it just works right right but like because, yeah i don't i think how science works is there's like you know, you look under a microscope and you can, like, figure it out. Well, that's in, like, the immediate. Like, I think that the reason that it was included that he says, like, for 16 years and emphasizes that number is that it's like, oh, yeah, we have this drug that works for, like, every year. You know, like, you just have to. Right. And it means your life is constantly taking this drug or something like that. But if you have one cocktail that can cure you for 16 years, it's like, fine. There, there's a middle space here. You've already done the science but we don't, to figure yeah. this out. 
do we know though? Because the problem is we don't know how things age. Yeah, uh, we well, know that a baby for some reason dies. Group. We know that hair and nails. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't work because they don't know how the magic works. Yeah. So it could the 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 chemicals could be in their body still for Doing the equivalent shit. of a yeah. day. It's so bizarre. It's, it's of all the ways to test pharmaceuticals, it's, it's the dumbest. It's the dumbest. <laughs> and I, on top of all of this, it's not the thing we needed answered. I can't stress this enough. It could have been a cult. You. They could have been <laughs> gaining the youth off of them. There could have been a million reasons why they're doing this to the people. Right. I don't care. What I was more concerned about is why it does it happen? Why does the beach do this? And they don't answer that. Well, to me, it's like, I understand what you're saying. And I understand that, like, the movie sets it up to make you want that answer more. Because that's more, it's more of the movie is them trying to figure out what's happening. So yeah. an answer to that question is more uh, satisfying. Uh, but it all falls apart anyway. Like, I have no interest in either understanding either the, either of those things. Only because yeah. the way in which it... Like, I think it's, it could be a, it could have been a very cool movie if we got any, and I could get no answer to either of those questions. Uh, I could yes, see if, that. Well, the problem is they that did they did good with the characters. The, if, if they, they did something If the good characters there. were good and we didn't have the problem once again that I think M9 Shyamalan has just been de- beaten down over time with, which is that you need to, you need to follow a logic of some kind a mm-hmm. little bit through the movie. And what I mean by that is people need to be in your movie asking the same questions as the person who's in the movie. Right. Or in the, sorry, is the same as the same questions as the audience. And right. that, that would sense. mean that we would therefore want to answer those questions. The problem is that if you look at back at like the better M night Shyamalan movies, you know, mm-hmm. six Sense, unbreakable, you know, yeah, even signs, even the village. I actually think that's uh, underrated. Um, it has its moments. Those movies Get, don't get forced questions upon you. They don't have people in the movie asking questions about what is like the, the mechanics of this weirdness. Right. They just go, it's, it's that thing and I don't like it. Or it's this thing and I'm just going to avoid it or I'm going to go toward it. Like that's, that's all we needed because that's how people work. People are just yeah. machines that are, they d- operate based off their own kind of interests. If you make it clear what those interests are and those wants and those needs are, and it's like, I need to help my brother. I need to go over there. I have to break through this wall that's, you know, like keeping me from them. That's clearer than something like, well, why are we getting old? Well, it's because you asked so many, te- so many people asked that question before. So now your audience wants that answer. This yeah, is the problem. Also the, the journey, because I, I think of a movie like Cube, which is a successful movie. Um, I'm sure there's varying opinions on it. But they ask constantly, who is putting us in this fucking cube? We don't need to know how the cube works because it's pretty clear how the cube works. Right. It's a cube full of booby traps. So the movie focuses on why are we in this cube? Who put us in there? And it doesn't answer that question mm-hmm. um, because it's designed not to. <laughs> because it's about the characters in the cube and what the cube does to them. Right. Uh, a guy who begins as a cop turns into a monster through the idea of law and order he does everything right. justifying it with law and order it's, yeah it's 
it almost answers itself where you're like, well, clearly it's to s- experiment on them because we're learning things about them. That's what the point this being that it ends ambiguously in a way that's frustrating, but you understand it. This like had it not explained anything. Mm-hmm. I think it still would have been frustrating because the journey sucked. The journey uh, sucked. And that's absolutely yeah. a way in which to make this movie. It's a better way to make this movie. If for some reason you absolutely need to make a movie about a beach that makes people get old. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you make sure that do scene, a you get a- hell as other people, a start play type thing where it's like, like you were saying, like the cell where you're more, you're more involved with the emotions and the, you know, directions the characters want to take the story as opposed to just what the fuck is this Island? Because if you right, keep asking you- that question, now we're just lost. Like not you not start, like lost is like a concept. Lost is in like we're literally the TV show Lost, where right. it's like the you, only thing bringing me back is just to understand. Like, just tell me what it is. Why is the polar bear? Exactly. It, just start the movie with them going to the beach in the van, getting dropped off, uh, and then yeah. experiencing the movie, and then at the end they get out or whatever, and just do like a pullout showing something very cryptic about the island you know what i mean like do a quick pull out and show like there's a temple nearby like an old ancient temple a great yeah a great oh great way um a great way equally you know what a a movie that's kind of beloved is a cabin in the woods right um and that movie the whole time you're asking the question who the fuck is making these things? We see that there's people operating these things, but like, why is it? Why is it? And you keep wondering why. And you have like Sigourney Weaver there, I believe. And she's like the cryptic yeah. one who gives you no answers until the end where it's like the ancients, right? Spoilers for shit. I am spoiled Kevin in the woods, but right. I guess that it's 2012, right? Um, but the idea being that we don't need to understand or even see the ancient ones. We just hear them off screen because we know that like the end is nigh. And that's perfect because the end can be nigh because nothing matters because it's all it's all fiction anyway. But like, yeah, I absolutely would have been satisfied with an old movie that had better dialogue, better character work, different ambitions, different characters that like cared more about each other. As opposed to to all the legwork that he did to do all the stuff of like, oh, this person has blood clots or this person has uh, epilepsy. Like if you're doing this kind of work where you're mining like, okay, there's a commonality between them. Now you're just focusing my lens as the viewer into one question. And when you don't answer that question, it's called a bad movie. Right. That's the thing is most of this film, like 80% of this film feels like it's spent having to justify its existence. Right. Having que- characters gay. Hey, why? Why is it like this? But not like this when the characters don't fucking know anything. So they don't like having to justify how they got there. And this weird pharmaceutical company, it bogs it down. There's a part where uh, one of the characters walks up to the guy running it and he's like hey sir don't you think it's weird that we mix people with diseases with people with like mental illness mm-hmm. because that guy killed the blood clot guy it's and he's like file a complaint yeah. and it's clearly the movie pointing out like hey this is dumb right that we did this yeah it's also Moving shows on. that there's a corporation that doesn't so now i'm thinking who's who's worried about the bottom line at this point there's yeah. other people which i guess is fine because you can just hide it behind the crypticness of like money over everything so there's some some kingpin in their suit 
who's just in a room somewhere who's actually doing right. all this stuff doesn't matter because at some point you stop caring like they built such like a complex weird uh, like well a sandcastle and it yeah, falls apart it falls because apart. they keep trying to yeah. stick all this shit onto it to explain it and it's like tell a very simple story instead and then they mm-hmm. do the thing at the end, which we haven't even gotten to. So the kids get out. We learn his pharmaceutical company. They go to that cop because the guy told people he was a cop at the beginning. So we know mm-hmm. they give him like a the book that they found on the beach and they all get arrested. And the last scene is them flying in a helicopter over the beach, which I thought, like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't go near the beach. Like, why would you even entertain that idea? Right. Like, um, you don't. You still don't know what how this shit works, really. Yeah. Like you kind of get co- it. And it's the cop and the two kids who are now adults. I don't know why they're doing this helicopter ride. Right. They're just like looking at the beach, and he says something like, "So did you talk to your aunt?" And he's like, "Yeah." She was kind of surprised that her nephew is fifty years old, but we have a place to go. And the movie ends on that. Mm-hmm. Like he. Once again, like they totally deals with to it know like a champ. He's like, why I, I grew 48 years and I'm fine yeah. about it. I've become wise. I was six today. I'm 55 ish, you know, right. Maybe 50. But instead, instead of focusing on what the character feels, he focused on the logistics of his family life. Of like, yeah. do you have a place to stay? And it was like, again, the wrong question is getting answered. No one gives a shit mm-hmm. what he was going to like. Oh, you know, you didn't watch him age and go, man, it's going to be hard if he gets out because he won't have an apartment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's all the wrong questions that he keeps <clears throat> answering. Another another thing that I started thinking about, because he put it in the movie to make you think about it twice. Uh, which yeah. is the animal problem, much like the uh, fingernails and hair problem that they solve. Right. Uh, they say at one point, the little boy, when he's a little boy, Trent says, says there's no, no fish. fish, huh? And then um, when they get out and he's now an old boy um, with his sister, who's an old girl, uh, they are they they're surrounded around fish. And I wanted to ask a question about that, because the answer much in the same way that the curious case of Benjamin Button should definitely end with a big giant baby dying. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the same way, fish should have no problem getting into the island. There should just be a lot of dead de- decomposing fish all the time because it's not like they're being blocked from getting in there. That's not how fish works. Right. If they'd it, go in, they'd age and they'd, and they'd some age of them and would leave and yeah. some of them would die. Just like how they got the people to go through. Now, if there was some kind of portal, let's say where M night Shyamalan at the beginning of the movie drives them up to like the tra- beginning of the trail that leads to the beach and hands them a bunch of food and picnic supplies and says, just call me when you guys are done or at 5 PM, I'll be back. Uh, and they're like, hey, why don't you come with us? And he goes, oh, um, you know, I got to pick some people up. It's just like 10 minutes down the road. I think he says like 15 minutes. Just keep yeah. walking towards it. You'll find the beach. Uh, so he's clear. And at this point, we don't know that he's like the guy. We, he could be a cog in the system. We don't know. But we learn that he is actually like a, you know, very important mechanical part of this project. Now, if. In, during that walk and in that sequence, it's like la-di-da, oh, look how cool. The, there's a little cave entrance that is like 
um, or it's not a cave, but this like canyon esque area that uh, like you walk through for a little bit and then you get to the beach. No one had a problem getting into the desync, the time desync. But they had problems getting out. And that was one of the major points of the movie that they hit time and time again. That is the obvious way to get out. Let's try seven different tactics in trying to get out this way. Uh, Oh, we can't. So it's kind of like they slip in like a like, I don't know, like certain types of traps in which you use to catch fish, you know, a little box that closes that they can easily get in, but can't get out. That's what this uh, little island should be. And if there's a whole, ha- most of it is ocean, there should be fish everywhere. There should be sharks. Right. There should be a bunch yeah. of shit. And it's just like, yeah, they, shit, they can't get out. So many times they point at the question, but then they only answer the times that they're like, they think you think it might be a problem. <laughs> like the it's writer. Like, it's like, it's I'm like, going to solve that one and that one, that one with obvious solutions that are clearly just written uh, like just to solve it, like the right. the finger fingernails hair problem, and then other problems. I'm just gonna avoid entirely, and it's like, yeah. well, then stop spending all the time answering those things. What are you doing right. here? It's like telling a good lie. Like a good twist is like telling a good lie, rather, which is that like the audience shouldn't know it's coming. First of all, for a twist, right? And a lot of what happens. And this isn't this isn't necessarily about the twist, um, but they sp- like a good lie. You don't over explain, right? Well, a good you lie, don't like you- keep trying. Like by explaining a lot, they keep drawing our focus mm-hmm. to questions and exactly. taking us out of the movie. And those questions, and then when we start, when they when they put us in that situation, we start asking other questions, and those questions don't get answered. When I walked out of this film. So this was a theater. I was in a full theater filled with just everyday people. So obviously, you know, I hated all of them because that's what you do in a theater. Uh, You hate everybody you're seeing the movie with. Uh, And we all walked out united. Yeah. Because when we walked out, I heard an entire crowd of people murmuring everything we said during this podcast yeah i heard someone be like why didn't they take the knife away from them like people were literally walking by just murmuring just pointing plot holes out at plot each holes. other yeah because that's what the movie invited which was like we're gonna show this complex system and, that's, and that was the problem with the happening as well i mean oh god other than you know in the happening that just also a that's dumb just movie. a dumb premise but is it really that much dumber than a beach that makes you old i no. don't think so it, it's i actually like the kind of i kind of like the idea of that happening i kind of like the the idea of like yeah it shouldn't be like plants that like no but it should definitely be like a idea that like in the dna of in the dna of like some plants and animals not maybe not dna but like there's a way in which the world nature fights back when it gets pushed against a wall that you know it's kind of how like uh, ice ages happen it's like well once you get over the threshold then it starts a, a feedback yeah. loop uh that now is still, now we're in this seg segment of you know the reality of the earth that could I have did been like cool. the stupidity of it i there's one thing i will say about m night Shyamalan, by the way because the happening reminded me when he wants to do a joke 
He's actually rather good at jokes. Have you noticed that? Yeah, of course. Like in he the happening, Mark Wahlberg apologizes to a plant he's and then realizes sp- it's plastic. It's v- yeah, it's very Spielbergian. In fact, like he is very yeah. his approach is very like he knows not only that but when to deploy a joke. It's all, well, it's Spielbergian, but it's very Gen X too. Like the fact that this sure. the rapper character is named Midsize Sudan is a good joke, and they yeah. just play it completely straight. That's fucking good. It's like that's funny, yeah. Uh, it's, he, he has a good sense of humor, but for the most part, again, the movies, you know, you know, it gets old, <laughs> gets old. <laughs> it um, really does. It's Jesus. I've, yeah. I, so I guess like, what are the lessons that we learn from old? <laughs> okay. I don't, I think this is a problem. <sighs> We, all right. I guess first question. I'm, I'm I'm kind of figuring out the answer right now. Right. Is this the usual problems with M Night Shyamalan? I think it's a recent problem. Yes, and I think it's I, at this point I can call it anthemic to his career. Yes. If we look at M Night Shyamalan's dis- filmography, I think it really identifies it more than other movies. Like I've never, I it's been it's never been more clear in my head that one of his biggest problems is that he feels the need to take these wild concepts and then try to explain them, but doesn't answer the right questions. It's very much the fact that like you either explain it all or you don't. The happening is another one where, as we said, like someone's like the trees are angry and then we go with that and then they base all their assumptions and logic off of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though it hasn't been proven in the movie, he loves having people who don't know what's going on, say, this is what's going on, I think, and then them being just randomly correct. Or rather, it doesn't... Or rather, they go by those rules and they continue. And then he spends so much time worrying about things that the audience wouldn't care about. Right. It reminds me of... um, In Man of Steel, David S. Goyer added Superman's ship in ice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he said in an interview, he was like, I wanted to fill in that plot hole. It's always bothered me. Uh, I, ne- I, I always wondered how did Superman's father know about Earth? Mm-hmm. So I filled the plot hole by putting this spaceship that is clearly an expedition spaceship crash landed. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, first of all, he, I mean, telescopes, like, just a telescope second by adding this plot device to fill in this plot hole that you imagined you added more plot holes and questions Mm because that's what that does in that movie to answer a question nobody asked and that's what i feel like this is a lot that's a lot answering yeah questions that no one your attention to something that isn't the right thing uh yeah it's not the most obvious thing, nor does it seemingly more interesting. Um, I think that's absolutely right. You nailed it on the head. I want to kind of go through if you have, if people haven't recently done this and actually look at, you know, the, and think about the critical reception of his films through his career. Um, so like the, the one that put him on his map was Sixth Sense, right? And then he goes, mm-hmm. Unbreakable Signs, The Village. All movies with huge, uh, like more or less everything. I I don't know. Unbreakable. I I can't really argue this, but like it's when he was three others. Yeah. The three others were clearly a reaction to the sixth sense to me or like the signs in the village and, uh, even the happening. 
Um, because what he's wanting to do is he's reacting to, he wants to be successful and he's reacting to the heightened success that seems to come along with his movies that specifically have a twist. Now we talked about this earlier. I think that the, there's a big difference between a twist and a reveal, right? Cause one is one is completely altering your expectation. It's where an expectation you didn't have is being completely uh, ungrounded. And like, you're immediately going like, Oh, I didn't even think that that was a thing. Like I wasn't expecting that to be a question that was answered. And now that I think about it, it was absolutely what the whole movie was about. And I just didn't see it. We fell in love with that with Sixth Sense so much. And in Signs, he tried to do it with water. And in The Village, he tried to do it with the fact that the town is in the middle of its modern age. Right. Right? Now, you look at the his late career. You know, basically, when we enter his, like, when he really took a nosedive. I think and then the later years, It's the Lady in the Water. Airbender. Sure. Oh, Lady, Lady in the Water, 2006, 2008, The Happening, 2010, Last Airbender. Lady in the Water was definitely the one that made everybody go, oh, he's out of ideas. Yeah. I, and then he, and he think... did a few, like, commercial flops, mm-hmm. and that's when people were like, oh, he can't even do, like, a regular I movie. think that that's in The Village and Lady in the Water is absolutely the thing that you just uh, identified which is his inability to answer the right questions or go for the right questions, but rather focus your eyes to another question that I don't care about is his problem. Yeah. You know what he kind of reminds me of? Have you ever read an article by someone who definitely reads the comments too much or a video where like, like a YouTuber or someone who's like constantly um, qualifying everything they say being be like okay now i know you're all gonna say this about this and oh i know the haters are gonna say Mm -hmm. this where they've clearly spent too much time listening to what like you know random people on the internet are saying about them yeah that's how he feels to me is someone who's like read every comment about his movies that's what i'm saying can't and obsesses with it a poor man poor poor man we did this to him we did this we abused him that's the realization that i think that i'm taking from old right and i think what he's saying with the hold is like honestly i think it might actually be intentional but i don't know <laughs> i don't know but i think he's like i'm looking back at my entire career and i'm realizing that i don't see that i don't see what the point was like i went yeah. into this thing and i got interested in this thing and then i got interested in this thing and i got battered around by time uh, and by what and the, the whole idea of the waves hitting, like yeah. you know who the, what the waves represent us, the audience. We can't get yeah. out. We we forced yeah, him to a beach, him on the beach that he got old. That's what the we end, did. They do the one moment of the movie, even though it's not earned, that I felt like he was he was trying to get to is when the husband and wife are senile. And they're on the beach, and, and he's happy. like, I can't even remember why we fought. Right. And he's like, I don't remember why we left this beach. It's beautiful. Because they're truly in the moment. I think that's and his I, hope. Yeah. Well, I I think the movie is about, and this is true, uh, this is something my dad always tells me because he's so fucking zen, right. is that like time is an illusion, and when we worry about time, again, the character who's stuck in the past, the insurance person, 
when we worry about time, we forget to actually like that's when we start falling apart right. is when we're lear- we're worrying about our plans um, sure. yeah and that's why these people are freaking out when they're like time is accelerating mm-hmm. uh and so because time is so precious to us we think about time all the all well the time and so that one point these two characters actually stop and are able to enjoy just sitting on a beach because the irony of course is they're in a paradise they're on a mm-hmm. beach a place that you'd want to spend the rest of your life and die and they get to do that. And so they have this beautiful moment where they actually enjoy the, you know, where they are and what the moment is. Uh, but for the most part, it's also about, you know, being battered by his fans. Uh, I think it's something, it's a colloquial or what do I want to say? There's a good way to say, it. okay. So, Another thing, alluding to something we talked about earlier, is that there's, like, always... With Shyamalan, there's always an intellectual, like, intrigue that goes along with every maneuver that he does. Not just in camera or, like, the sound design and the mechanics of filmmaking, but the story itself. I think we'll find that almost every character, the way in which they died, is fitting on some level to the way in which they lived. Or rather to say that they're, like, there's some... There's some correlation. It's not causality necessarily doesn't need to be, but there's a poetic kind of suggestion that happens with in the way they die. Look at the way that the people die. You know, like um, there's there, the fact that uh, that like midsize sedan is murdered by a man with mental illness goes to the place to the idea not only of like stabbing because he has like blood clots and whatnot and something wrong with his blood as he says right but rather that he's actually stabbed because the presumption of someone else he was murdered in particular he's one of the only ones murdered because they all blamed him right because he was the outsider on the offset now right like when we look at how the doctor died, he dies of rust poisoning, which is hilarious because it happens in 10 seconds. And I don't know if you've ever gotten tetanus from like a cut, which is all he, that's all that was necessary. He gets super tetanus. He gets super tetanus tetanus and dies. Accelerated. Right. So if going back to the old math, so that means let's say he dies in a minute. Does that, is that I'm, I haven't, I haven't ever had tetanus, but in 12 days, Is that what happens to you? you I, I think if you don't get don't a tetanus so. shot, it will fuck you up. Yeah, it poisons uh, your blood. I have no idea how quick. I don't know what he is, though, because the, you see like his veins turn rotten. Like he's necrotic yeah. all over. Anyway, everyone kind of dies with this kind of like uh, the, right, the lady, the lady who, uh, who's obsessed with her looks dies dies because her mangling. calcium deposits and she dies in like a huddled bone mass uh because she can't that's the part she the keeps movie, breaking her arms and they keep setting within seconds within seconds which i was like that's that, a neat idea it is a neat i idea. don't know why she's slamming against stuff like i didn't know why she was doing it to herself she wants the, the, again the same problem you pointed out why does she care so much about the light i know intellectually why because she doesn't want to be seen but right. why would someone go to such why would they go so far in order to it's like turn off the light turn they off have, the light they have Screaming a line at the beginning where she tells the girl not to hunch at the table uh to show that she's clearly worried about looks and she has they do and she asks for calcium because she has a disorder where right you know, like she her bone mass is 
all screwed right. up. I Again, guess. I don't know it's a it lot is. of people saying exposition for the first right, thirty sure. minutes of this movie. But, One being her saying, "I have a calcium deficiency." Yeah, and so because everyone is kind of this like thematically involved, like suggestion of their death or the way in which they die, the the two parents who resign and say like, "Why would we ever want to leave this beach?" They get the story, right? That's M. Night Shyamalan or maybe the writer of Sandcastle's way of trying to suggest to us that you just kind of have to be along for the ride. And this was their ride. It went super fast and super sucks. But like you just had to like growing old isn't bad. It's how you use the time. And they chose to be happy and come to peace with it. So they had kind of a peaceful end, you know? Um, Yeah. That's the closest we get to it. I think that that's M. Night Shyamalan choosing that moment and he plays that moment kind of off screen, which is another thing that I think alludes to his like thematic vision, which is Mm -hmm. that like life's best moments happen off screen, so to speak. Like they aren't when you're not looking for something, you find it kind of stuff. Um, And I think the thing is, is that. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying that those are all the themes that are involved. And when we yeah. get to, and, and if we try to start thinking about this movie specifically as kind of some form of narrative with M. Night Shyamalan reflecting on his own life and career, which I don't think you can ever not do with someone like Shyamalan, but like any mm-hmm. artist, really, because, you know, they're just a person and they want to talk about what they want to talk about. I, right. I super think that this movie is him try- griping about the way in which we forced his hand. And then before he knew it was over, because he was locked into this like tunnel, essentially, where he had to make these like types of movies in order to be successful, he doesn't feel like fulfilled. Yeah. I honestly think this, because if you look, if you start to itemize the things, they start adding but up. But the thing is, is that he can still... Dude, he still has yes. bad instincts. You can go like, wherever For example, you every the meaning we're talking about could have been done in a 90-minute movie that didn't involve an evil pharmaceutical company. It's so like, weird. That's, that's the thing about M. Night Shyamalan is he has a good heart. He has terrible taste. <laughs> like That's what it is. He's a good artist with terrible, terrible taste. That might be true. I think, yeah, his... Um his knee-jerk reactions, I think, uh, like the happening or the village, where like the 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 reveal or you know uh, the, in those two movies, the twist really yeah. is um, motivated by a need to be so elemental, fundamental that something like time or water or something like that is is the villain or is the thing that saves us. Like yeah. he, he wants to get in touch because he wants to be deep. So it's right. not that he has taste that isn't good because he wouldn't think of stories like there's actually a story in the movie that he tells because someone's a sci-fi writer which is yet again like you put right. yourself in the movie kind of stuff uh the she just reads reads like it's so funny because it's like a comedian just like reading their twitter uh you know like their tweets uh yeah. to like get a laugh at like a you know because it's like him saying in his movies like check out this idea, a bunch of birds that like can scream and like knock people out and it runs into like a, a plane and it's just like, yeah, that, that, that's a dramatic that was gonna thing. I thought that was going to come into it. I, th- birds no, no, were I think that's it? him just trying to say like, by the way, I have other ideas, but like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think what I really think that what he's doing there is that he's, it's not that he has bad taste. It's that he, uh, he really wants it to be more than it should be. He's 
Yeah. And it goes back to the problem again, is that we kept beating him down and telling him, this is what you are. Make more of this. And when we, it wasn't exactly like we wanted it and he wanted to get out of it. He was like, oh, now they hate me and I can't make movies anymore. I have to be one thing, which I only really made one movie like that I wanted to make that way. I only, the only movie that he's ever made that needed a reveal or sorry, needed a twist was Sixth Sense. Yeah, none of none of the other movies did. Signs no, didn't, and a lot of them didn't feel like they aren't written with a twist. The twist is added. Yes, like I don't know, has he directed anything he hasn't written? Um, yes, uh, I believe so. I believe so. I Wait, would, hold on. Uh, I I thought there was uh, there's Wide Awake, which is like his early one, but he wrote that. Yeah, M M. If you're listening, M, Mister <laughs> M. Uh, fucking direct one of our scripts. <laughs> direct someone's script. <laughs> D- direct one. I know you're listening because you read all the comments. No, uh, but like seriously, like I, I don't know. It 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 it's almost like a Stephen King type thing where like he writes these really. I like Stephen King is one of those authors that like when you adapt, you kind of have to, you know change some stuff because it would be dumb otherwise because he writes things that in a novel can be scary but are still like conceptually kind of dumb yeah uh that and m night i think has that problem where he like overwrites he over corrects he doesn't understand simplicity uh like his his simplicity never uh, you don't, it doesn't need to always be the biggest stakes. And I don't mean that yeah. of like, it doesn't need to be like, we often talk about stakes in terms of like the stakes of the movie, like in 2012 or like disaster movies. It's yeah. usually like the whole world will die. I don't mean stakes in that regard. I mean, stakes in like, if the movie goes to its conclusion, what is the thematic weight of that movie? It's something that is so compelling, so fundamental that all humans can feel it. He's trying to make universal films. He wants to yes. make universal films. And the yeah, problem is that he doesn't know how very to lofty. do it. He just yeah. doesn't. Like, and I understand that it's, it's one of the hardest things to do. It's like, it's hey, go, go write a thing that connects all humans together and is its own story, but is in a way all stories. Fuck me, dude. Like that, you, it's, you get that once a generation. It's why I really enjoyed the visit, um, despite what it's saying about mental health, because it's not saying good things about people with mental illness. It was a movie that he it felt the most self aware. Where he's like, the whole movie, you're like, what's the twist? What's the twist? Yeah. And the twist is, oh, they're just, they're just out of their minds. <laughs> it is like, oh. Huh. Yeah. Like it's an anti twist and it's almost on purpose. It felt that way. Um, but the thing is, most of the movie is simple. The solution is simple. Right. Um, even the sixth sense. Oh, he's dead. It's actually rather simple. And that's one where if he didn't bother, they, they made it very clear, very simple. I see dead people. They don't know they're dead. It's like, if and you then made- you watch the whole movie. And you can you can try to pick it apart, but ultimately you can say eh, it's de- it's dead people magic. It's fine. Right. He doesn't overexplain. He doesn't lay out all these elaborate rules that become a problem. And then the more rules he laid down, the the worse his movies get. I think it's it, I think it's because his interest. If he just did 
something simple, something that's ha- like an older form, you know, like a, a Western or a boy meets girl or like, right. a, you know, even a horror movie that is just like a shark or something like, jo- you know, like, yeah, just something simple. You know, you will get closer he'd to prob- where you want. Yeah, he'd probably knock it out of the he'd park. Knock it and out he of the also, park. I don't think he understands also because I think all scripts have meaning. You know, like when you're writing a script, it's about something often personal to the writer or mm-hmm. or political but a lot of films mask it and don't make it obvious mm-hmm. and like i don't think m night realizes that you can do that where it's like you can make it about something without really like it almost like he starts with the like like i i also think you should never start that way with writing but this is just personal where it's like if you try to make it an allegory you get bogged down with trying to do that you know what i mean no i think that's his actual problem like i, I think i'm trying to problem. understand what he you're starts, saying i think he yeah. does too much of that i think he's, he's too formal yeah, he starts he starts with i want to make a movie about this mm-hmm. and then he tries to like dress it up with a like you kind of have to do both you have to let the story go where it needs to go and find the theme and what you want to talk about as you're writing i think like i think it's I think okay to start process but yeah uh i definitely I just write think, something but y- y- you know we're well we're all we all I have think, it i think the I think problem it's is more what that, is how I much time in the movie writing, spent doing yeah i think i think he's too i don't know i it, it's he's too bogged down with getting it exactly the theme he wants or something like i'll i'll start with a broad theme you know like i'll be like oh i want to make a movie about how capitalism is bad yeah i don't even think it's and then you hone it on and you figure out what you want to say but i think he's like he just gets really like he just starts in the wrong place i think it's just too much of it i don't think that he's bad at identifying what his themes might be or what his dramatic argument is it's okay this is what i think he's scared that people won't know what the theme was that might be true Um, and so he injects it into every moment because yeah this movie could have been this movie could have been 90 minutes and it could have just been very simple Mm -hmm. uh body horror beach getting old and then at the end you have the one characters enjoy the moment Mm -hmm. uh, and then you walk away from it and people can take what they want from it and be like oh yeah there was kind of a meaning there you know what i mean but instead yeah he spends so much fucking time i think in 1999 Sixth Sense came out, and everyone w- yeah. lost their shit because it is a solid f- movie. And the reason that they lost their shit is that because, like he did, like a great clockmaker, he did the thing where when you retroactively think about the movie, it's airtight, and you and the fact that a lot of those types of movies, like Usual Suspects and whatnot, like you don't think about that, right? He yeah. took the wrong Again, the lesson from that. Yeah. He said, "If I do, if I do interesting maneuvers with filmmaking in my movies that do that, people will also understand those suggestions." And that's not right. really it's... true about movies. Stories are about people. Stories are about events, and it's usually people fighting the events that di- that determine and uh, dictate what our lives are going to be. Like this is it's... the basis of story, emotions. Yeah, it's no different than Michael Bay starting with the idea for an action scene. Yeah. Where it's like you're starting from the plot device you want in your movie mm-hmm. as opposed to figuring out the story yeah. where, yeah, you're right. It's like how there's trailers that'll like you ever see trailers for movies where they'll actually say, like, you won't believe the twist. And it's like, right. well, you just spoiled it. Like the yeah. fact that there's a twist is a spoiler. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like a lot of people don't understand that sometimes where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you say there's a twist, then you're watching the movie. And if you're smart enough, you can see the twist. Right. Uh, and M night. Yeah. It, whether we started it or, you know, again, it's, it's sort of like, a everybody kind of enabling each other with him. Now he's like, there's going to be a twist. And this felt like another one where like, he couldn't explain what the beach was. But he was like, well, I have to have something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he did this. Yeah. And granted all this, it's like, because I think you and I agree, but I'm coming from a place of like in an action movie, let's say, or, you know, like I'm more, I think it's more smarter of a decision and more, more helpful in your story. If you do something like, let's say in Die Hard, when like John McClane has walking across glass like that is much more has much more weight and yeah. is more interesting than I don't know something like in one of the new Jurassic Parks a bigger dinosaur that's more scary right you know it's it's like what are you going for and I think he's going for the bigger dinosaur every time yeah, and it's absolutely. just like and it's just like he's man to- you understood what makes you made sixth sense you showed us that you knew what was good about it it was about both of them like. Uh, once again, referring the thing that came out today on director piece, because I'm pulling a lot from what Adam kind of started with, which is Adam says it very well. And it's applicable to just M night Shyamalan's career as a whole. He was like, the problem, the problem is that like, or like the beauty of sixth sense is that you think that it's one person's story. You think that it's like, Oh, Bruce Willis is here to help Haley Joel and it ends up being the reverse because there's right. this beautiful duality about how do you move on? Like, how do you move on from the trauma of your past? And you think that that is, and that's what a psychologist does. And so you think right. that, that the, the premise says that he's going to help by the end of the film, Haley Joel, but the reverse happens. Why? Because he's dead. And it's just like, you understand why that's a good metaphor and it's right. very, it, it, it does take a little thinking, uh, but quote, people get it and they come from your movie going like the emotions of that are so much right. more important. And like, again, die hard. The fact that he's like, Oh, now he has to go through all this shit with, uh, with all of his, his, his feet all fucked up. That has more weight in the narrative than a bigger dinosaur to, to quote the classic film radio. We thought we were helping radio this whole time. It turned out radio was helping us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's, you know, radio. I mean, I think that's I know it's a joke, but I think you might actually find that's true. I don't know enough about the movie radio to I tell never, you that. I've never seen radio. Oh, okay. I just saw the trailer. Okay. That line is in the trailer. Radio is one of those movies that, like, the trailer looks like a parody, you know? Yeah. I was hoping um, you were going to say, I don't even know if that's a line from radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it definitely in the trailer for radio. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't know why. We didn't need to, I didn't need to bring up radio. I didn't need to bring uh, up Die Hard, but, di- like, I don't know. I just yeah. wanted peoples to see the way it's I'm definitely, seeing it. it. All right. I When I compared him saying plot devices are like Michael Bay with explosions, that's actually not fair to Michael Bay. Because mm-hmm. Michael Bay, if he's making an action he film... He knows what like, he's yeah, going for. <laughs> you have explosions. Um, it's more like someone saying, I'm going to make a movie where it's all a dream at the end, and starting with that. Like, it's a plot device right. that he's starting with. I'm going to make a movie with a twist. And, like, that's such a bad place to start. Right. I really... Um, yeah. Or, 
Or it's, I'm going to make a movie and then implant a twist in after the fact. I'm not sure what it is. Um, I, I, yeah, it's so weird to me because I, I walked in this movie and I knew what it was going to kind of be, right? I'd seen, I hadn't read anything really on it, but I had read yeah. that it wasn't doing well on, like, some people I, had told me it's not doing well in terms of reviews. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is going to be like run of the mill kind of like porn for trying to figure out what's the twist or what's happening. And I knew that that's what it was. It's what it was. Uh, it had right. some tricks that made me go, Oh, that's kind of in it. M night Shyamalan, you still got some cool little maneuvers, you know, but it all is sound and fury signifying nothing because I didn't care about the story because you, a, like Dave said very well, focused on the wrong problems. Uh, but what I came out of this movie from that I didn't expect is I actually really do have a lot of sympathy for M. Night Shyamalan. Like, I, I hope he's okay about his career yeah, and I he's mean, moved he's on rich. in the way that his, in the, the mother and father do in old, take a lesson from his own movie and just be like, Hey, smile. Cause it happened. Don't cry. You know? Right. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's rich. He's made like 10 movies. Uh, and that's the thing is that's the truth. He's accomplished way more. Like when I say M, if you're listening, uh, direct something we write. I'm, I'm not. I would ki- I would kill to have M Night Shyamalan direct something I wrote. Like uh, he's very talented. Mm-hmm. He's an extremely talented director. He knows how to make uh, you feel made, a moment really well. Yeah, he's also he's ma- uh, going back to the beginning. He takes big, interesting swings a lot of the time, and. I don't hate all his movies. There's several of his movies that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's more than I can say about other directors. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's rare. making a lot of money. People are watching his movies, maybe ironically at this point. Um, yeah, I, don't I know. checked IMDb. It has a perfect 51% critics and 51% audience. Because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... I don't know. I think people are just... I think. I think my only... The meta of this is, okay, I'm sitting down to watch a bad M. Night Shyamalan. I wish it wasn't so dull. That would be my big complaint, is that for the people watching it ironically, you know, for the people going in expecting a bad movie, it's pretty dull and long. Mm -hmm. And the characters aren't very interesting. Like, at least in The Happening, you have fucking Mark Wahlberg you know, trying to do whatever he's doing in that movie. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Where it's like, yes, <laughs> the happening is terrible, but at least we can laugh at Mark Wahlberg. This movie, like all the actors are doing as good of a job as they can. Mm-hmm. Nobody's hamming it up. Uh, It's just, it's stupid. Like, and again, everything we're pointing out here isn't like sneaky comments like you're going to get you'd come out of the movie and you'd have all the same thoughts like the audience did when they left when I saw it which is like it's all so surface level the problems uh <laughs> i don't know it's also what is i want to know what the budget for old is because i've noticed this trend obviously out of necessity it must be cheap no one's given him that like much like the visit was 5 million split was 9 million which i was surprised yeah. glass was 20 million and that's different from Last Airbender and After Earth, which were 150 b- million almost, like basically. Right. Uh, happening 18 was 50. Million. Village was 60 million. 18. 
old is 18, 18 million. That makes sense. And I think yeah. it will probably get It's already think, made 20 million. I think it will probably get 100 to 150, honestly. Yeah. No, this is why people if are I was a producer, I I wonder if it's not just audiences, it's maybe producers being like, "Hey M Knight, hey M, M, can you uh make this one like really dumb?" And he's like, "I you got it." Like, cool. Yeah. People are going to see it. Because right. everybody knows the game. Everyone knows the game, which is that's another thing that surprises the hell out of me because there's no meritocracy with that. Right. Uh, there's and it's not that I'm saying that there's like M Night shouldn't be making movies. He absolutely should be making movies. He's one of the most gifted directors on the planet. He, he does, but just... meritocracy means that he should be paid back for making good stuff. Right. You know. He just. I think his. I think my personal problem with him because I keep saying big swings are good is like he makes baffling decisions in scene by scene in the writing. Like he should. I, I only he watched should, Glass I, I'm over once, his writing. I'm but over like his Glass, writing. for example, it's just like, why the fuck are you doing any of this? Um, it's such a wet fart of a movie. Mm-hmm. That's. It's also his most hilarious because even Bruce Willis didn't want to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's. I don't know. Like yeah. he makes weird decisions. It uh, again the like the trailer of this saying old, and we're on a beach that makes us old. That was the meme, but that's actually for me the least dumb part you know what i mean yeah absolutely it's the the execution it's also not in the movie is it like is there actually a title screen that says old in the movie at the very beginning before even it starts okay because i thought i'd missed it i may have missed it (laughs) i was was too busy cheering the credits old yeah it's just the credits yeah uh any other thoughts I don't know, man. I could Do talk about this topic this forever because it's super interesting to me as career. I feel like I'm going to start. I don't. I don't need to I, talk about old. I'm going to start talking about his other films more and more right now. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, ah, probably this doesn't need to be M M cast. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. I think we mined everything we needed from old. We got a, we got old enough. Yeah. Um, Would you recommend this? Uh, uh, would you recommend this no. for people who are ironically watching an M. Night Shyamalan movie? No. I, but I, Neither would I. But it's hard for me to, like, don't ironically watch anything. <laughs> Only spend yeah, time on I shit you say, care about. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be that thing. I, I, I think if that's in thing. this theater, there were, like, giggling teens. Because I think it's a meme. It's like snakes it's like on a, a meme. plane. Yeah. The problem is, is that it's not really... It's not in the moment. It's not the biggest laugh that my theater got was when the lady in the cave smashes all her bones. Yeah. And she's like screaming at them and she's like, turn off the light and they're freaking out uh, with matches. And it's just like they're backing away as she like slowly became becomes as they like the light extinguishes and he lights another match. And every time the light is shined on her, she's more and more grotesque because she's breaking her limbs in like 15 places at at, like in the end. So she's just this like directionless like. Like basically a trapeze artist's version that just looks horrible. She's like a scribble. She's like a scribble, and um, and that whole process to make her a scribble is frankly hilarious because it's like, yeah. what movie are we in right now? And he knew it is terrifying on some level, but because the movie isn't working, it's not horrifying, and doesn't yes. make us go, oh, I can't laugh. This is 
too real. This is too much. Uh, we don't care about it, and it just comes kind of out of nowhere for the character. Yeah. I mean, I know that he he put that in there, that she cares about her looks, got calcium problem. Uh, she, she is very unstable in terms she's of like... Barely she, she's barely lost everything, so she's kind of at the end of her rope, and yeah. a lot of people react different in different ways when they realize that, well, I'm just going to die on this beach. Uh, and then she does this. So it's not like the work wasn't there. It's just that it, it does really feel like it's a big jump for that character. And so you don't go, oh, I understand this character. Plus, her character, I mean, honestly, the writing There's, of her character kind of sucks, too. Uh, the, well, that's all the characters. That's, that's the all the problem. Everybody yeah. keeps talking about what they do for a living. Uh, and everybody keeps, like, not doing the obvious things. Like taking a knife away from a guy who just attacked someone with a knife. Right, yeah. Like everybody's just like weird and and manic and it's supposed to be like a like the psychologist psychologist who says, I think we're part of some sort of mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. It's like they all say dumb things like that. Right. And they all have dumb ideas and they all just it it, it doesn't work as like a an actual mass hysteria or panic. They're not making mm-hmm. like illogical decisions. They're making like just weird weird decision just uh tangential um yeah it's yeah so i guess the the, the rapper who's just not explaining it's anything not explaining anything. and it's like why i don't know why i'm, I'm you... bleeding from the nose oh I yeah he's because later guilty, you're gonna realize you got blood clots but you already know guilty. that so why would you say that you could yeah. say like i'm getting bloody noses but like it's crazy because like, I have a condition. I have a condition, but it, it's crazy. I'm noticing it's a lot more often. He can't say it because he didn't want the twist. He didn't want it to reveal because it's one of the yeah, first characters we meet. Yeah. So I guess my big takeaway. This is my final takeaway. I okay. expected this to be uh, more fun uh, to kind of dunk on the idea of a movie called Old that features a beach. Uh, that makes you old, the meme, and all that stuff you just mentioned. Uh, but I actually got I, I got sad. It was underwhelming. It was a bummer. Uh, this movie is kind of a bummer for multiple reasons. And yeah. and so is this podcast. This podcast is a bummer because I'm bummed, man. I wanted I old to be like batshit crazy, like you like you were saying about like I yeah. wish it was just like out there. It's it's like all right. Here's what it is. It's like bad poetry where the poem is about something sad. Right. Like where the poem is someone clearly trying to tell us something. To tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But the poem is bad. But there's not enough like one liner. There's not enough one liners though that are like, oh, that's a really stupid line. You know, like there's not enough of it. So when you watch it. In the moment. Scene to scene, it's not particularly funny. Like, it's mostly just kind of confusing. It's mostly just, yeah. Look over here. Look over here. Look over here. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. Uh, and then by the end of it, you go, oh. oh. Right. It's not confusing in a way, by the way, where you're like, what is going on? This is amazing. It's confusing in a way where it's like, this is very noisy and I don't care. Have you seen that like David Blaine video? I think everyone has at this point the meme where it's like, I'm going to show you this like magic trick. And the kid just goes, oh, <laughs> that's perfect. Have you seen it? Like, and he's just not reacting in any way like you'd expect. He refused. Oh, the so kid, ref- 
kid who's like teenager just refuses to be like oh yeah and stuff like that and they're like all right we gotta go <laughs> like this is M. not Knight right and kid. david blaine i feel like same same there's path. there's like similar energy there isn't there yeah which is like i'm gonna blow your mind and it's like i don't know if you know this but you've never blown anybody's you've mind never really blown, like we know magicians <laughs> and what you exist. do and what you do and what you're trying to that's yeah I don't want to go on a tangent about David Blaine, but in his specials, he always tries to make himself seem like magical, like on an emotional level. Yes, bigger than. Bigger than. There's a part I remember. I always remember this from one of his specials where he gets really close to someone and he says something like, she's going to be okay. I know you're scared, but she's going to be okay and walks away. And it's supposed to signify that he's like reading her mind. Mm hmm. And telling her, and she just looks kind of confused and goes along with it. And it's like, look, man, we know you're not like actually magic. You realize yeah, that, right? Like, right? <laughs> you don't have to try to convince us that, like, like his specials were always like, I'm real magic. And it's like, you can just have fun it's with it. It's just spectacle. It's impressive and stuff. You, and I you think, made a moment. Yeah. And I think that's what M. Night often does is like no this is like huge Huge. and it's like "Mm," but it's not it's not though yeah it's not and that's okay the closest he ever got i I, he might have another one in in him i don't know how many movies he's gonna make until you know we all die but um signs signs is really good because it comes from a real place the faith stuff that he does yeah, that was when he was at his best. Uh, it and look at it; it wasn't a high concept. No, it, it wasn't. It was just a h- human interaction. Uh, why is a f- family broken? This. How do they break out of it? This. Simple right. story. Yeah. Aliens. <laughs> and it had to be aliens because of water. God damn it! <laughs> he loves water. Oh yeah, he loves water. Unbreakable uh, water is the foil of the yeah. uh, superhero, like his kryptonite happening. Bruce Willis uh, drinks water Bruce in Will- The Sixth Sense. There's, One imagines. Yeah, there's old is on a beach. There's fucking water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves his water. Glass is like water in that it's clear, transparent. Well, spoilers for uh, no. I mean, they do more unbreakable water weakness in glass. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's let's get out of here. Yeah, dude. Abe. Hey, thanks for inviting Abe. me to old. Yeah, thanks for being on. You should plug some stuff. What do you got? What do you got going on? What's what's happening in Abe, uh, <clears throat> an Abe world? Well, I, I I got I got three podcasts and they're all coming out pretty soon. Uh, I reference multiple times in this one. Director Peace Theater out today. Check it out at the Small Beans uh, Patreon. Uh, uh, patreon.com slash small beans uh i also do a show called frame rate with michael swaim and another show with michael swaim called kings of king both of which will be coming out very soon again with new episodes very excited very excited about you should be yeah but yeah check me out at small beans i'm also on twitter at abe the mighty nice nicely done Mm. um I'll tell people about our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. And one we share with our with our little 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 beans, uh, Star Ooh. Trek The Next Futurama. Ooh. You can see that on both small, uh, small Beans and Gamefully Unemployed. 
Um, we have a, a Teespring store that the link I forget is what link it is, I forget. Uh, but if you go to www.gamefullyunemployed.com, it'll redirect you to that store. Uh, check that out if you want to. I love podcasting Gold. with you, man. I love podcasting with you. you, you you're so insightful. Am I? Yeah, you're, it's such a delight and every time. Every time it's It feels delight. like, for me, it's like a fucking mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It also feels like, dirty. I know this is the like second... You, 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 you're very insightful. You're, you. No, you. You. You are. I, it feels dirty somehow. I know this is the second time you're a big slut and you've been working with Michael Swaim and Small Beans. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm know, a big slut. I feel like I should do something with Tom in order to balance it out, but it does. It feels a little like cheating. Yeah, right? you it's a little naughty. Tom. Yeah. It's a little naughty. Like you're like, oh, we're we're not with our partners, <laughs> right? It is. It's pretty naughty. You're right. Yeah, it's erotic. <laughs> <laughs>